You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. All magic comes with a price. This is a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash PoppyChuloRadio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Storybrooke. Welcome to a special season finale preview, spoiler-filled edition of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror, the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast, a poppychuloradio.com and iTunes exclusive, Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Tuesday, May 9th, 2017, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Aruz. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to be doing something a little different. We're going to be delivering directly to you all of the spoilers that have been announced for Once Upon a Time's sixth season finale, The Final Battle, Part 1 and 2. Please welcome my co-host, Katie. Hi guys, we have some pretty exciting stuff to go over tonight, so this is going to be fun. Absolutely. So, before we start our special, The Final Battle, Part 1 and 2, spoiler edition, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash storybrookweeklymirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Storybrooke Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. All right, Katie. 
take it away. I know that you have... We, we talk about bushels this season, so I'll continue <laughs> that theme. You have a bushel of spoilers for us. I do have a bushel of spoilers. So let's start off with the press. Well, actually, you know what? Let's start off with this. An hour before the finale, the two-hour finale starts. So at 7 o'clock on Sunday night. Eastern. A, yes, Eastern. A one-hour special titled The Final Battle Begins will air on ABC. So they did kind of put in a little... Um, a press release for that. And here, here's what it reads. Join our talented cast and executive producers as they identify some of their favorite moments over the past six seasons, as well as take a look back at their characters' journeys. They will discuss what the show has meant to them personally and to the millions of fans who made Once Upon a Time a hit show on ABC. Additionally, in this special, Oncers get to ask the cast and producers their most burning questions about the series. Take a look back at the origins, the love and romance, and all the adventures along the way that fans have cherished these past six seasons. So, make sure you tune in an hour before the finale for that. And then, of course, the finale begins at 8pm Eastern Time on ABC. And that um, is a two-hour episode, so it's parts one and two. Episodes 21 and 22, and they're titled The Final Battle, Part 1 and Part 2. And they're written by Adam Horowitz and Eddie Kitsis, and they're both directed by Ralph Hemmicker. And here's what the press release reads for the finale. Henry awakens to a cursed storybook and discovers Emma has been in the mental hospital, and the Black Fairy is the new mayor. Henry attempts to help Emma regain her memory while Gold tries to find out what has really happened to Belle. Meanwhile, Snow, Charming, Regina, Zelina, and Hook are trapped in a crumbling fairy tale land and desperately trying or tr and desperately try to figure out a way to be reunited with Emma and Henry. And just some of the guest stars. Um, Aladdin and I believe I'm looking for her right now. Yes, Aladdin and Jasmine will both be there, as will Tiger Lily and Violet will be there as well. Mm -hmm. And of course, whenever we go to the mental hospital, um, the severe nurse that she's listed will be there. Yes. Um, I assume the guy mopping the floors is still mopping the floors. Hopefully. Hopefully he's still <laughs> got the job. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then, of course, we have the two new characters we're, that are being introduced in the final moments of the second episode. They are Andrew J. West and Ailson Fernandez. They're both listed as young man and young, and little girl. So we still have no idea who they could be. The best yes. specul or speculation is that the guy is adult Henry. So I don't know. Who knows at this point? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Who knows if um, they'll even show their scenes? Oh my god. I'm just saying, like, because if if there is a cancellation. Yes. Like, I hope, and I'm putting this out there, because I, I feel like I put this out there several episodes ago in the podcast, in a spoiler section. I hope mm -hmm. that they filmed some, I don't know if you want to call it additional footage or something, just, like, footage that wraps it up, and mm -hmm. uh, they don't include footage that will leave a cliffhanger. I hope that Here's... they had the proper foresight 
to uh, have like an alternate version of the finale that would give full closure. Here's what I think is going to happen. Uh, this is my speculation for the finale. I believe through the filming spoilers, everyone filmed their character's happy ending, so to speak. Um, we'll kind of get into details in a little, in like a few minutes, but I believe everyone filmed that and that is their happy ending, no matter what happens with the show. And if the show does get renewed, they will include the final scene, the cliffhanger scene that they filmed. That is, I, okay, maybe I'm changing my speculation about this cause I don't know what's going to happen, but my original speculation was that it would be in the future and this would be this new guy would be an adult Henry. So it would be several years in the future with adult Henry and whoever this little girl is. So I don't think that they would have had to have filmed a separate happy ending. Okay. If it does get, if it does get canceled, I think their best bet is just to take out that final cliffhanger scene and then they'll be good because it'll end with everyone's proposed happy ending scenes. So okay. I can dig what, that. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen, but who knows? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So, let's just go over filming spoilers real quick so we can get those out of the way. So, Zelina films in her Wicked Witch wardrobe, as well as Jasmine, and they, they posted a lot of behind-the-scenes pictures together, so... I don't know if they actually filmed scenes together or if they were just doing separate scenes themselves. Um, Alison Fernandez's character filmed at some point. Um, and then kind of some bigger news. Gould's Pawn Shop was renamed. And the rename is Gould and Son Pawnbrokers and Antiquities Dealer. Now, if we're dealing with, which sounds like, that's what we are. We're dealing with a curse where um, things are different, where Emma's in the mental hospital, um, where it could be Rumpel's ideal world, possibly, or the, or the Black Fairy's ideal world. We would see this is where this pawn shop would be. This is why it would be renamed to Golden Sun, because um, he would be working the pawn shop with Gideon, and that would be what the Black Fairy would want. Um, so I'm assuming that that changed by the end of the episode when the curse is broken. Um, but we'll see. Um, also granny was driving Ruby's car. So that's definitely for the cursed story book curse, dark curse 2.0. We'll call it that. Um, although Henry technically well it's like three, four, well, five yeah. point. The original dark curse 2.0. <laughs> there you go. I like that. <laughs> so we also saw scenes where Henry's walking around Storybrooke with his storybook in hand and he basically runs up to Archie and Pongo and asks what happened and the director was later um, heard giving instructions to Jared Gilmore during the shot to look towards the door. You know exactly where Emma is. So this kind of leads with the press release where Henry wakes up in a cursed world and figures out that Emma's in the mental hospital. Um, so Henry is later seen on a stretcher 
um, kind of behind an ambulance, and he has a neck brace on. Meanwhile, dur- while well, that's all happening, the Black Fairy is seen strolling around Storybrooke with Henry's Storybrooke storybook under her arm, and she is in Storybrooke mayor clothing. So it's very similar to what Regina would wear for her mayor clothing. Um, Gold is also there. So, I mean, this this makes more sense now that we've gotten the promotional pictures and the press release because we kind of see in the promotional pictures Henry visiting the mental hospital and he is visiting Emma and she looks really horrible. She looks just tired and exhausted and like a mental patient, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And he basically gives her the storybook. So what I'm guessing, and I think, I think the black fairy is there from what I can tell from the promotional pictures. So I think what happens is Henry is obviously trying to wake her up by showing her the storybook and the black fairy doesn't want this to happen. So she makes something happen to Henry where he gets in an accident and she can steal the storybook storybook from him. So that's my speculation on what's going to happen. Also, Emma filmed a scene in the bug. And I'm trying to... hmm. Okay. Sorry, my bad. Let me get some more. There's more detailed things here. So here's here's what I'm talking about. Um, So... This is where we kind of get into the fairy tale happy ending for all of our characters scenes. Um, Hook and Emma filmed a scene with Emma in her bug, and he's wearing a deputy's badge. And then basically what happens in the scene is they put a, it looks like they take a call on the radio, then they put a siren on top of the bug and speed off. So that's what I'm guessing their happy ending is, is that their sheriff and deputy husband-wife team, and they kind of ride off to attend to their sheriffing duties. So that's kind of what their happy ending is, is they're happy together. They're the sheriff and deputy husband-wife duo. Um, That would be, I think, a satisfactory ending for them, to be honest. Um, There was also a scene... Now, this is the Charming's happy ending. There's a scene filmed with um, Charming... And Neil, so baby Neil, he's holding, Charming's holding baby Neil. And um, Snow kind of walks out of the house and kisses Charming, um, kisses Charming on the cheek and then takes off, I think, in a car. Um, And they're kind of outside. It looks like a new house. So no more apartment for them. It looks kind of like an older farmhouse. It's not one that we've seen before. Um, So I assume that they get a new house and she's off to do her teacher duties well, um, Charming stays home with, uh, baby Neil. Um, what else happened? Selena filmed a scene where she's walking down the streets of Storybook and she's holding Robin. And what appears to happen is she magics, which this is interesting because from what we know of her, she doesn't have magic anymore. Mm. But she magics a stuffed animal monkey out of the air and gives it to Robin. So, she must get her magic back somehow. Which is interesting. Um, I'm trying to see. I'm, I'm looking here, and I don't remember seeing one 
that would suggest a happy ending for Regina unless of hers takes place inside somewhere, inside studio somewhere. Um, Cause I'm not seeing one that any filming news that I collected. I mean, there could be some out there that I missed, but from what I know, I don't see any that suggests her happy ending took place anywhere on location where fans were watching. Okay. Yeah. So there was also this big thing where behind the scenes, all of the cars of Storybrooke were parked for a scene to take place. And there was a new Firebird card car, which kind of had, it looked like it could be hooks, like a car for hook because there, apparently the steering wheel, there was like room for a hook or something for him to be able to drive it somehow. I'm not sure how to describe it, but um, people are definitely speculating that the Firebird car is hooks. So I don't know what it means that all of the cars were there, but that's interesting to me. There was a scene filmed on or by the beach with Henry. Um, not really um, any specifics about that. There was also a scene filmed with Regina and Zelina. There was also a scene filmed where Emma embraces Henry. It kind of appears as if she's saying goodbye to him. And she looks sad. And then she gets in the bug and leaves. And Henry was wearing a sling in that um, in that scene. So I'm, I don't know if maybe that has to do with the, the cursed, like in the cursed part of the episode, um, original dark curse 2.0, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, and then this scene obviously is of the final battle. A scene is filmed where Emma is laying on the ground and Gideon is kind of holding a sword and it appears that he, now this is before Emily's on the ground, I believe, but it appears that he holds a sword to Snow's throat. And then after that, after that scene, um, that's the scene where Emma is seen laying on the grounds of Storybrooke. And it kind of appears that Gideon like disappears after that. So I don't know if they're like fighting and then she, he stabs her and he disappears or something. But not to be too concerned, she does get up and she appears to be fine. Everyone runs to hug her. So she didn't die. So I'm guessing that that deals with the final battle for sure. Um, also, they filmed a solo scene with Siskin that was inside. And the only reason we know that this happened is because Adam posted a picture of Robert Carlyle's chair, and he said that the scene that they were filming with him currently was quite a sight to see. So who knows what that means? <laughs> um, so that's kind of all the filming spoilers happening. Um, so let's just get into general spoilers. Uh, someone asked them in... A, one of the finale preview articles. Um, how is the storyline going to wrap up in the finale? How is this, all the storylines that we've been seeing for the past six seasons, how are they going to wrap up specifically? And this is what they had to say. 
What I would say for fans is it will be complete, so they will not have any dangling threads that they're like, I can't believe it. We're not going to. We're not going for a crazy ending that everyone goes. Well, what did that mean? I feel unsatisfied. We understand that this could be the last year. We feel like we completed the story, and the next chapter of Once Upon a Time will be completely different. And then Josh Dales also said, They've honored these characters and this part of the story, this part of their journeys. I think each character gets something that the fans should be happy with, that each character deserves. And then towards the potential season seven, here's what they kind of had to say about it. They said, It would involve some of our characters, and it would involve some new people as well. It's a mixture of things. So we'll, we'll kind of talk about what we think in a little bit. But um, kind of getting back to the finale episode, um, where does this dark curse leave everyone? Jennifer Goodwin said, emotionally, they're all over the map. Um, And then Adam kind of clarified it and said that it's a combo platter kind of curse, meaning some people might end up somewhere totally different. So obviously we realize that from the press release where it says that like Emma and Henry and we see Archie and Rumple and um, the Black Fairy are in Storybrooke and Regina's Lena, the Charmings and Hook are in fairy tale land and it's a crumbling fairy tale land. So obviously crap is going down. Um, we could kind of see that from the promo. Um, don't you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we saw, like, Charming on the Beanstalk. Mm-hmm. And then we yeah, saw I thought that was snow. weird. Yeah, I know. And then we saw, like, they were in, like, some room with, like, a checkerboard-type flooring. Kind of. I don't know. It was weird. I don't know where they are. So it's going to be very interesting, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, as far as all curses needing to be broken, and how is this specific curse going to be broken? They said, the breaking of the curse involves something far more dramatic than anything that's ever broken a curse before. If it were to break, I'm not saying it breaks, we could all just be blown to oblivion and that's just it. That's that's what Jennifer said. Um, but she said, also, she clarified, what broke the very first season's curse was the kiss. A very pure, unro- unromantic, true love, unromantic, Correct. Okay. Okay. A very pure, unromantic, true love expressed between mother and son. Oh my gosh. I was totally, for some reason, I was focused on Snow and Charming's kiss. And I was like, unromantic? What? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. No, we're talking about Emma and Henry's kiss that broke the first curse. Um, She said, the love that it takes in the finale in order to do what has to be done to break the curse, I feel, is categorically bigger. Also, the creators can't promise everyone will make it out alive. So, <clears throat> Brumble. <laughs> oh. I guess we'll see. <laughs> Josh Dales and Jennifer Goodwin did a lot of um, finale preview articles and articles talking about the musical. And so someone asked them, because we know that the Charmings... Josh Dales and Jennifer Goodwin are not coming back for the seventh season for sure. Um, So the kind of articles were asking them, how is the end of the charming story going to leave us closure wise? And here's kind of what they had to say about it. 
Yeah, if it's the last episode, I would be satisfied. I really feel that what they've done, because we don't know, it's kind of shocking how well they created something open-ended that could be seen as the end. I mean, in classic Once Upon a Time style, there is a twist. The twist means that it could go either way, and it serves all the characters very well. So, there you go. Um, here's a quote that Adam had kind of on the curse itself. He said, there's a curse that's coming. We're well aware that we've done a curse occasionally in the past on the show. Occasionally used very loosely here. <laughs> but this time we're trying to do a little twist on it. I would say that the final battle and the curse are all tied in one. And the first act of the finale will make sense of what we're doing this time with the curse. Um, talking about kind of Rumpel's role in the final battle, because we kind of are curious, you know, what the heck is going on with Rumpel and um, what's his role going to be. Here's what they had to say about it. I will say the final battle will be thematic for everybody and that Rumpel, as a man who is a difficult man to love, I think he will have a very difficult choice to make again. And then that kind of goes along with some of some spoiler stuff that came out very recently um, where it kind of talks about Rumbell and Rumple and all of that. And so this one is going off of, so now that the Black Fairy has Rumple in her life again, why is she still going after Emma? Wasn't having Rumple in her life her happy ending? And here's the creators had to say. They said, just because Rumple is back in the Black Fairy's life, that doesn't mean a happy ending is guaranteed. Let's face it, when darkness wants to prevail for all eternity, destroying light is usually on your top to-do list. On top of your to-do list. Um, I love how that didn't answer any of that question. Well, no, it did answer it, actually. Because... Well, I mean, it sort of answered it. Not really, because why does the Black Fairy want to kill Emma? Yeah, and so they're saying, or no, well, and but the sec, I know, because I got super confused. Oh, okay, because I guess too. they're talking about because darkness wants to win over the light. Yeah, because okay. Rumple's back in the Black Fairy's life again. Like that was her whole goal to begin with, was having Rumple back in her life. Like, mm -hmm. why is she still going after Emma after this is happening? And they're saying just because Rumpel is back in the Black Fairy's life doesn't mean her happy ending is guaranteed. Okay. So she wants to snuff out light for eternity kind of thing. Going off of that, Rumbellers are probably wondering, you know, again, what is going to happen between Belle and Rumpel now that he's betrayed her and all of this and... As they've said 5,000 times in the past, they said that their relationship is going to be tested, which, as we know, has been said 5,000 times in the past. Um, <laughs> they clear, they uh, kind of went more into that by saying, everything that they ever wanted is going to be very temptingly close for Rumple, but like everything, it comes with a price. The season finale's titular final battle will be thematic for everybody, and Rumple, as a man who is a difficult man to love, will have a very difficult choice to make again. So, I don't know. I am inclined to believe that Rumple is 
playing a double agent. But these kind of make... I mean, like, these little spoiler things make it sound like he's not. Yeah. But I... I don't know. I, I hope... I really cross my fingers for the fact that he's playing a double agent. Just so we don't have to go through the whole... He lied again. And it was actually for real. And um, now he's going to have to change his mind and make a sacrifice and... <sighs> I feel like we've done that storyline 5,000 times with him. So I really hope that he's actually just playing a double agent and it gets to the final battle and he realizes that what he needs to do is sacrifice himself or his powers to get rid of her. I just feel like that's a like more of a different storyline than what they've mm -hmm. done with him. Yeah, sort of in the I past. like your... Like, Beauty and the Beast theory. Yeah, yeah, the Beauty and the Beast one, where, yeah, he dies in one sense of the word, but comes back to life again. Kind of like Prince Adam in Beauty and the Beast, where he um, dies as the Beast, but comes back as a man, without a curse. So, mm -hmm. it would be like Rumpel dying as the Dark One, but coming back as a man without the Dark One curse. So... Who knows? I'm crossing my fingers for that theory because I think that would be the best, in my opinion. And it would make me a little bit happier with Rumpel's character. <laughs> so, we will see. Okay, so that is actually all I have for the finale, surprisingly. Um, looks like we do have a lot coming up. Um, for the finale, so definitely buckle down, pop some popcorn, get excited. Hopefully it will end, we'll, we'll cross our fingers that it ends really well for all of our characters. Especially for the characters who aren't returning, like the Charmings and Jennifer Morrison. Which is sad. So, we kind of went over it last night... We touched on it where we announced, or Jennifer Morrison announced that she will not be returning to the show should it get a season seven. She prom, or she won't be returning as a series regular. She promised one episode, and that's that. From what she said from articles, she said, "I've promised one episode, but what happens from there, we don't know." But kind of what we've been getting from her interviews, because there's been several sites who have done kind of uh, farewell interviews to her, um, for this show at least. And she's said that for the past 13 years, she's been tied down by contracts. Um, she had, was it five years for House? I think in the or article it, it said, like, six years for House, one year for How I Met Your Mother, and now yeah. six years for once. So, 13 time. years of network television. Yeah. So, that, she's been, she's explained that she's been tied down for 13 years. She um, uh, really wants to focus on staying in Los Angeles and New York. And she wants to focus on directing. She'll still act, she said, but she wants to really focus on directing. Um so she didn't want to sign up. She's just ready. She felt like the character ended in a really good place. Um, and she just 
didn't want to continue for another season. She didn't want to be obligated for another season. Um, so there were a bunch of interviews that came out. This one was done by TV Line. And here's, here's what she had to say to this question. TV Line said, Does a part of you feel that Emma's story is complete? That she might have been servicing something else, something perhaps smaller, moving forward with this season seven reset? And Jennifer said, I don't know. It wasn't like they pitched me a story that I declined. The decision wasn't because I wasn't interested in a storyline. It was a truly personal decision. But I do feel like Emma had reached a really beautiful place. By the time we get to the musical episode, I felt like we were coming to a very natural culmination of her story, that we were facing her happy ending. That's always what I've hoped for for her, that we could take her on this journey where she has had ups and downs, where she's had to fight very hard not only to protect her family and herself, but also to be vulnerable and to be open, to be a better version of herself. I feel like she's really reached a new place in her life in a way that felt like a good place to leave her. So... That's kind of talking about her decision a little bit and why she feels like she's left Emma in a good place. Um, Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was really disappointed when I read that she was leaving. mm -hmm. But after she went into what she did about being in TV Mm -hmm. for so long, I can kind of get where she's coming from and I can respect that. It's still a little disappointing especially yes. if the series does return because it looks like if it will return it might not be a full 22 episode season and it mm-hmm. will more than likely if it does return that will 100% be like the final season with the final few episodes so it's a little sad that Emma would not be in it at yeah. least you know For those, let's say if it's 13 episodes, she Mm -hmm. won't be in like 12 of them. And Mm -hmm. uh, allegedly it would be for the season premiere when I would have thought it would have been for the season finale. So it's it's confusing because Emma has been such an integral part of the story. And she has been, and we've said it before, this is an ensemble show, but she is like the main one. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, she's going to disappear. Like, one would mm-hmm. hope, if it does return, and uh, it is back for, like, 13 episodes, that if there is an official series finale in these additional episodes, that she and maybe some other people would come back, at least for that final, final episode. Exactly. And this is all, like, hypothetical, based on the mm-hmm. fact that we're hoping that it gets renewed. Yes. If we are talking, we're talking in the context of season, if we for sure get a season seven. Mm-hmm. Which all roads kind of lead that way. But Oddly enough, still, did. even. I know. You never know what direct, what they're going to do, of course. But that is, that's kind of where things are leading at this point. And we kind of discussed it last night. We just don't, and discuss it now, we just don't see... I just don't see how this can continue with Hook, Regina, possibly Zelina, and possibly um, Rumpel. Like, because Matt Mitovich confirms that Emily and Jared are not returning as well. So how the heck 
I, I don't I don't get how that's gonna work. Um, I don't either. The only thing that I've been saying like since the beginning, and I've sort of said it as like a joking type of thing, mm-hmm. but it's the only thing that makes sense now. And before mm-hmm. I used to sort of kid, it was like Adult Henry, it, we're assuming that the new guy is Adult Henry, Adult Henry and Hook, you know, travel the realms and, and that yeah. kind of thing. So now it would be Adult Henry, Hook, Rumple, Regina, maybe Zelina. And I think the only reason we're throwing in Zelina is because if the news is true, and even though they were saying all this stuff about Colin allegedly being a package deal with Jennifer and um, this is out of the other, and he's only going to renew if she does, or she's only going to renew if he does, and all this kind of stuff. He mm-hmm. doesn't need to renew, we've found out, mm-hmm. because exactly. he is not one of the OG originals, which does make sense in that his contract is different than the ones that have been there since season one. So that would lead us to assume that Rebecca Mater's contract would not be the same either since she yeah. joined as a series regular and she's in never season said four. anything that would lead to her leaving as well. Correct. Even though, like, you could read some of her tweets, like, she's saying farewell to Zelina. Now, looking back Mm -hmm. at it, we could also read that tweet as saying farewell to Zelina the villain, or farewell to Zelina's magic, or farewell to the green version of Zelina. Like, it could have been, it could now be read as many different things. So, that's the only thing that I can think of. We just don't know what's going on. And you also mentioned, Katie, that, uh, the city of Stevenson has removed all of the Storybrooke signs, oh, that's right. which they yeah. usually keep up over the summer. So that means that Storybrooke, if the series returns and is renewed for a season seven, would no longer exist or they're not going to use mm-hmm. Storybrooke as a location. So that yeah. makes sense if they're going to be traveling the realms. So if they travel the realms, like maybe they have to go either save the realms or something that i've always said in the past as like a future season that i thought would be really interesting is if like a group of them like our storybook avengers would have to travel to the different realms to collect stuff to help defeat something so Mm. if emma's not there like maybe she gets quote-unquote kidnapped or sent to a different dimension or something and they need to collect some magical items from different realms to uh, make the spell to bring her back maybe Mm -hmm. or something like that and that would allow us to go to some of the different realms that we don't see as often and Mm -hmm. if storybrooke doesn't exist my assumption would be that everyone gets sent back to their realms so they could hypothetically visit and i know i'm going to throw it in black and white steampunk transylvania land and they can find <laughs> dr whale there as dr frankenstein and mm-hmm. or something like that they can visit arendelle for an episode they can visit agrabah for an episode they can visit ariel for an episode and this could be a way to sort of wrap up the secondary tertiary characters as storylines mm-hmm. as well I know I'm painting this with a beautiful bow. This is probably not what they're going to do, but it sounds like the best idea, at least in my opinion. If yeah. they are going to have... We're going to produce it if they don't. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh my gosh. I don't know, like... Mm, I really don't want Hook and Emma to be separated again after they just got their happy ending and like for her not to sh- like her to show up in the premiere and that's it. That just... 
that would piss me off so much. But, I mean, I've seen... I think mm, this is kind of what I would like. Um, I think it'd be fun if she does appear in the premiere for, like, if they are going to do, like, the traveling the realms type thing, it would be, like, somehow they set something up. Even if it's not the the having to collect stuff from different lands, even though that makes the most sense now that I'm thinking about it. Just something where Emma, they all travel, like, Rumple. Maybe not even Rumple, but like Regina's Lena and Hook and these two new characters decide to travel somewhere to get something. Maybe it doesn't have to deal with Emma, but Emma kind of decides to stay back in Storybrooke or wherever they are and she sends them off. So that would make the most sense to have her, like that kind of a story would make the most sense to have her in the premiere for rather than the season finale. And just because she's just in the premiere, like maybe she'd decide to guest star later on um, for the finale. Maybe she'd be like, well, if you really need me for the finale, I'm willing to appear as a guest star in the finale. I like that. Um, hopefully I'm going to cross my fingers for that. Um, I, I try, I'm so upset by her leaving. So when you see her in articles saying things like I've only agreed officially promised one episode but you never know what's going to happen like that quote I get my hopes up on that like maybe she'd be like well I can guest star in a couple episodes too uh, I, I'm going to cross my fingers that she allows herself to guest star in at least one more episode but we we have heard that Joshua Dales and Jennifer Goodwin agreed to guest star as well. They said, we're not going to be back as series regulars, but we will guest star when it leads to it. When, if they want us, we will guest star. Um, so that makes me happy. I hope they appear as well. Um, that's kind of everything I have on Jennifer's leaving. Um, definitely check out EW and TV line for her exit interviews. They have some really great interviews with her. Uh, it was very sad, but I was very sad yesterday, but I feel like I hope I can come to terms with it this week because we really only have one week left with Emma, unless if we do get a season seven and we get her in the premiere. Um, but really, this is this is the week of us closing up everyone's story, but especially Emma's for what we've known of once upon a time for the past six seasons. So just enjoy the ride, I guess just enjoy this last week of that. Definitely going to try to do that. Um, kind of along the same vein of news and I'm going to have Jeff kind of take this over a little bit once I say it, but ABC announced that they have officially picked up American idol and this could propose a problem or, indicate that once is either not going to get renewed or it would move its time slot to somewhere else. And I'm going to let Jeff explain why. Okay. So, uh, 
a lot of people on the internet, especially once fans, have been like, "What? What does this mean? Why are they bringing back American Idol if they <laughs> they just killed it over at Fox about a year ago?" So let me give you a little bit of an explanation as to why ABC is doing this. You may not know this, but for several years, ABC has been trying to get into the reality competition game. They debuted anywhere between three to five uh, like talent, singing, dance type of reality series within the past several seasons, and none of them have stuck. And so... This is ABC's uh, chance to get into uh, the reality talent competition sort of arena. And I guess they decided that taking an established property is probably smarter for them versus trying to once again either import something or create their own thing that obviously hasn't worked in the past. So... Mm-hmm. Matt uh, Webmidovich ended up tweeting something that's interesting as well. He ended up tweeting, American Idol's lowest rated season would be ABC's number two rated behind The Bachelor in the demo and, and number two most watched program behind Dancing with the Stars right now. So considering mm-hmm. like all of the programs that are on ABC as of this moment. So it makes the most sense for ABC to do this. A reality competition series is ridiculously cheap to produce versus an hour-long drama. So filling up two hours of a Sunday night with American Idol is much cheaper than two back-to-back one-hour dramas. Now, what does this mean in the grander scheme of things, in the greater scheme of things? American Idol has officially been announced to be revived at ABC, and uh, although things are not official as to where it would fall into the schedule, allegedly, the rumor is that ABC is looking for a March 2018 debut. And the rumors are Sunday nights. So if it does debut in March 2018, usually that's around the time Once Upon a Time returns from its mid-season three-month break. So if the goal is to keep Once Upon a Time on Sundays, where it's always been, and to not move it to someplace else in the schedule, which I would think considering the ratings, they probably would not move it to anywhere else on the schedule. The only thing that I can think of is that they send it over to, like, Friday nights when ratings, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to say don't matter, but uh, certainly um, networks look less upon Fridays than other nights. So if they want to keep it on Sundays, there aren't that many Sundays for, like, a 22-episode Once Upon a Time season. Unless, you know, Ideally speaking, like they would show like the first half in the fall and maybe they'd save it till after Idol is over or something like that. But that's, you know, sort of thinking with rose colored glasses. So reality is Once Upon a Time would not return for a 22 episode season. It would have to be sort of like a mid-season show with like either 13 episodes or if they don't have a break. They could run from when once usually debuts, like the end of like the final Sunday in September, up until 
um, the end of February. It would run into some awards and that kind of thing, and it, which it usually avoided because it had the break. But they could fit in like maybe 15 episodes or something like that. But I think if it would return, it would probably be for like a 13 episode type of season and looking at the once ratings it would more than likely be a uh, final 13 episodes for the series oh mm -hmm. i have such mixed feelings because it's castle all over again it is but this time but... it's kind of leaning towards more so yes than no because castle yeah. was always very much up in the air yeah. I here's my thing. I want a last even a shorter season. I wasn't okay with the shorter season at first, but when I heard that Jennifer Morrison was leaving, I'm like, okay, shorter season's fine. Um I would love to have a shorter final season to wrap things up. But I also don't want it to be like those shows um where you feel like if they just would have ended it in the last season, instead of doing this final season, it would have been great. Like, it, I don't want this to be a final season where it just feels so out of place and doesn't feel like it's adding anything good to the story. Like, apparently, like, what I'm trying to compare this to, I've never seen the show, but what I've seen some of my friends compare this type of feeling to is Scrubs. I don't know if anyone's ever seen Scrubs, oh, okay. but apparently mm -hmm. the final the final season for sure, maybe the final feud, only had like two of the regular of the original cast members and they tried to introduce like new characters and everyone kind of agrees that they try to forget that the final season happened. And I don't want that to happen with Once Upon a Time. Like at all. <laughs> so I'm Oh I'm so trepidatious about a season seven i think if they have a good idea it could work personally i would rather see if they're gonna do a reboot like a complete reboot with no with totally new characters totally new storyline that picks off of the original storyline um without having and maybe have some of our current characters guest star but i feel like trying to bring in all of these other like Hook and Regina and Zelina, or like Hook and R Rumpel for sure. Like trying to bring them in without their love interest just seems like a crappy thing to do to me. And I don't want to see that unless they do it in a creative enough way. So, yeah. I agree with you on that, although there have been several episodes in which the Charmings haven't been in it, or Belle hasn't been in it. So they can they can explain a way that some of these characters are elsewhere versus having to... Because I think a lot of people are, are thinking very negatively and they're like, oh my god, they're going to break up so-and-so, or they're going <laughs> to kill off so-and-so. And that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. You know, several times this season, some characters haven't appeared in an episode because they haven't been needed. So, mm -hmm. I guess I'm trying to think positively about it. But if they do renew it, 
they can write it away so that some of the characters aren't needed there. And I can be cool with it, but I do have an issue if Emma's just going to be there in that one episode. I'm hopeful that if it does get renewed, that they can bring... I don't know if they would bring everyone back, but at least like certain people, like our core people back for that final, final episode. Yeah, that's what I, I hope for as well. Which I think that they get a lot. They've had in the past with the Nailey episodes for the various seasons where they've had secondary characters who are more willing to come back as a guest star for, for the finale. So I would hope that our main characters currently would be more than willing to do that. Ugh, I don't know. So let's just cross our fingers that if they do get a season seven, it's good and it ends on a good note and it has a creative spin to it that makes sense and all of our characters are happy. And I can agree with that. So we'll end on a hopeful, optimistic, positive note. Join us <laughs> next time for a brand new installment of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Storybrooke Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash storybrookweeklymirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thanks, announcer. Katie, please wish the listeners a good night. Good night, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror every Tuesday via iTunes and the Poppy Chula Radio Archives. Good night.